Children of God, welcome back to episode 24 with the Storyteller. I am sensing that many of you are experiencing great anxiety as we approach the Christmas season and the upcoming New Year. I could give you multiple scriptures and a lot of little handy-dandy tips to get you through. But that's not going to help you. Not without a relationship with God. All the scripture that I give you without having Christ at the center of your life and being in relationship, it still won't help you. One plus one equals two. And that's never, ever going to change. Life situations minus a relationship with God is going to always equal stress and anxiety. That's never going to change. However, Life situations plus a relationship with God will always bring about and will always equal peace, love, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Let me say it again. Life situations which we're all facing minus a relationship with God is going to always equal stress and anxiety. As we approach Christmas, the closer we get to it, the closer we get to the upcoming new year, Life situations, whatever comes with Christmas, whatever comes with the upcoming new year, without Christ in your life and without Christ at the very center of your life, that's going to always equal stress and anxiety. That's never going to change. It's never going to change. God has promised us peace. That's not going to change. He said, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. He promised to do that. In spite of what's going on in the world, in spite of what's going to go on in the world, he says, I will keep you in peace. Not just peace, but perfect peace. But your mind has to remain. It has to stay on me. For one reason only. 
because you trusted me. In the midst of everything, in the midst of what's coming up, in the midst of what the new year holds, your mind has to remain on me. And you have to tell yourself, tell your own self, talk to yourself and tell yourself, I trust him. I trust him. One plus one is always going to equal two. Life situations minus a relationship with God, which means life situations outside of God, with you not having Christ at the center, with you not being in relationship with him, is going to always be stress and anxiety. That has never changed, and that will not change. I love, I love the word that says in Philippians 4 and 7, he says, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mine through Christ Jesus. You won't be able to understand it because the world is still topsy-turvy. The world is still in a chaotic state. It's still groaning and pulling at the seams, the world is. But he's saying to, to you and I, and the peace of God, in the midst of all of that, in the midst of not having all the money that you would like to have, in the midst of having sickness, in the midst of having received a bad diagnosis, in the midst of all of that, he says, I will give you a peace that you won't even be able to understand. And surely the world won't understand it. But even you won't be able to understand it. But you'll smile about it because of your relationship with God. You'll smile and say, that's you. That's you, Jesus. That's you, Jesus. My body's still in pain. (laughs) The diagnosis is still the same. But that's you making me smile. That's you making me laugh. That's you making me be okay. That's you giving me a peace. That's beyond my understanding. That's you keeping me in peace. That's you keeping my heart. My thoughts. That's you that have ordained it for me. You ordained peace for me. Children of God, there is a special peace that has been ordained for each and every one of you. The peace that he has ordained for me is a different peace from the one that he has ordained for you. 
What I need requires a certain kind of peace. What you need requires a certain kind of peace. Your peace is different from your mother's peace. Your peace is different from your grandmother's peace. But he ordained. He customized. Before the foundations of the world, he customized a special piece that was just for you and your particular situation. That's never going to change. It can't change. It won't change. I love the words. The word will never change. The Bible says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That's never going to change. The word of God plus your situation equals peace, love, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Your situation without the word equals Stress and anxiety beyond measure. You choose. Ask yourself today Am I in relationship with God? But what does that mean to be in relationship with Him? That means that everything that I do, I relate it back to Christ. Because he's in everything that I do. Where I go, I relate to Christ. Decisions that I make are all related back to him. Being in relationship with him relates everything to him. Because he's at the center of everything that I do. Everywhere that I go. It is in him that I live. That I move. And that I have my being. The world, my world revolves around him. That's what being in relationship with him means. It means that I don't make decisions without him. He comes before everything. I am in relationship. And I'm not going to two-time him. I'm not going to have an affair on him. He's in everything. 
He is my everything. That equals peace. That equals love. That equals joy in the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, the Bible talks about us ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Today we have so many books. We have so much knowledge about so much of everything. But we never come to the truth of who God is to us. And how he relates to us. And how we're supposed to relate to him. We somehow can never come to that truth. Of where he's supposed to fit in our lives. It's like a puzzle piece for some reason. But let me tell you. You don't have to take that puzzle piece of him. And try to squeeze him in. And break him all up and crush him all up to make him fit in your life. He's an easy fit. Just place him in the center. He says, he's saying to you and to you and to you. Everyone that names the name of Jesus. He says, if my people would just fit me in. Right smack dab in the center. Hey, God. Right in the center. That's where I fit. Just plop me right there. Right in the center of your life. And experience what I've already ordained for you. Which is peace. I did that before the foundation of the world. I did that for you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. I already did that because I knew you. I knew your name. I knew you would be here. I did that for you. So just put me right there in the center and experience a peace that is beyond your wildest imagination. That will never change. What I just said to you about God and a relationship and what that relationship brings, that will never change. That is as unchangeable as one plus one equals two always and forever. In the beginning was the word concerning you. And the word was with God concerning you. And the word was God. That is the word. And that right there, that alone will always equal Peace. 
love, joy, and the Holy Ghost. That won't change. Hallelujah. The Lord gave Joshua a remedy for success. Joshua was ordained to go out into battle. And the Lord told him how to fight the battle. And he also told him how to be successful. He said to him, If you want to be successful, that's Joshua 1 and 8. He said to him, he said, Of course you got to be strong and you got to be courageous. He said, but meditate on my word day and night. And you shall prosper. And you shall have great success, Joshua. Stay in my word day and night. Let it become a part of who you are. Let it become a part of what you do day and night. Keep it in your mouth. Keep my word in your mouth. Keep my word in your heart. Keep it in your thoughts. Tell somebody, it is in him that I live, that I move, and that I have my being. It's in him that I live, that I move, and that I have my being. It's in him. I'm in relationship with that man named Jesus. And I can't help myself. I don't know what's coming in the new year. But what I do know is that whatever comes, I'm in a relationship with him. And I'm going to walk in my peace. I'm going to live in my peace. I'm going to move in my peace. Because he has given me a peace that passes all understanding. Amen. Stay focused, children of God. Stay focused. A life in him. equals peace, love, and joy in the Holy Ghost. God bless you. I am your storyteller.
Episode 25, From the Storyteller to the Children of God. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, God said to the people in exile, You shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. I love that. Because God is saying, basically, if you want me, seek me. I won't run away from you. I'll be right there waiting for you. You will find me. But you have to seek me first. You have to want me first. But you have to seek me with all of your heart. You have to want me with all of your heart. And you will find me. Where are you today? Are you in exile? He was talking to the people that were in exile. Are you in exile? Do you feel like you've been held captive? If you feel that way, then my question to you is why? Who placed you in handcuffs? Who pulled the shades in your house? And made you sit in the corner in the dark. Who did that? Who made you fearful of the very wind that blows and the raindrops that beat against the house? Who did that? Who placed that kind of fear in you and held you hostage and placed you in exile? Who did that? When the very one who says, I am the way the truth, and the life. He is. John 14, 6 says that he is the way, that Jesus is the way. He's the truth and he's the life. So why are you in exile? Why are you you being held captive? Why are you in prison? When the one, the very one who says, seek me, seek my way, seek my truth, and you will find life, you will find freedom. He gave you a divine directive concerning fear. And it reads like this. For God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's 2 Timothy 1 and 7. There was a divine directive concerning that fear, concerning that thing that has you handcuffed, concerning that thing that has that's holding you captive, holding you hostage, that's got you in exile, that's got you sitting in the corner in the dark. He gave you a directive. He said, That's fear. And that's not from me. That's not of me. And I'm going to repeat that. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Listen, every good and perfect gift comes from God. 
Fear is not a gift from God. Fear is a spirit from the one called the God of this world. The one who rules and controls and manipulates through fear and isolation. But your Father in heaven has divinely given you power. His power. Power that's like dynamite. Power that's coupled with love, which covers a multitude of sin. That's what he says about love. He says that love covers a multitude of sin. So he gave you that. And that love is powerful and perfect enough to cast out fear. So again, I say to you, why are you in handcuffs? Why have you pulled the shades in your house and made your own self sit in the corner in the dark, being fearful of every little thing? When your father has said that I didn't give you that fear, that's not of me. I gave you power, love, and a sound mind. I gave you the mind of Christ. And I'm going to repeat this. I guess you're probably saying she's going to repeat everything today. Probably. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. And fear is not one of them. Fear is a spirit. If that's you now, and you're walking in fear, we're almost out of 2019 into 2020. And if that's you and you're walking in that fear, don't you know that if you don't believe God's word, and if you don't seek him and find him and search for him with your whole heart, don't you know that you will carry that same fear over into 2020? But know this, God says, I love you. And that fear is not of me. That fear is the one who controls and manipulates. And he does it through fear and isolation. Isolation, that's, that's why you're sitting in the corner in the dark. Because he has isolated you from people that can help you, people that love you. He's isolated you from hearing the word of God. But your Father in heaven has divinely given you power, love, and a sound mind. Why are you not seeking him with everything that's in you so that you can be free of the self-imposed fear that has you bound? And I say self-imposed because you allowed it. You allow yourself to be handcuffed. In fact, you put the cuffs on. It was your hands that pulled the shades. It was your it was your will that allowed you to curl up in the corner in the dark. That was what you did. So again, I ask you, who made you fearful? of the very wind that blows and the raindrops that beat against the house. Listen. Yes, 
the new year is just around the corner. And no, you don't know what it holds for you. And please don't, for goodness sake, stop using that meaningless cliche. Well, I don't know what the new year holds, but I know who holds the new year. Stop that. Don't say that. Don't say that anymore. Because no one is going to believe it, even when you say it. Not as long as you're wearing self-imposed handcuffs. And not when you say it that pitiful. And in that sad voice. I don't know what the new year holds. But I know who holds the, the new year. No, you don't. If you knew who held the new year, you would get up and press to live in the new year with the word of God in your mouth. But as long as you're wearing self-imposed, and again, I stress self-imposed handcuffs, not as long as you are still taken to your bed at the smallest disappointment, You don't know who holds the new year. Not as long as you are pulling the shades in your own house and sitting in the dark, curled up in the corner, in a self-imposed prison, you don't know who holds the new year. And listen, let me say this to you. Don't say your favorite psalm, Psalm 23, If you're not going to get up and press to live in it. So you were sick. And your body was riddled with pain in 2019. And who knows. If God doesn't move. It still may be the same in 2020. But where is God in the sickness? And where is God in the pain? Where is he? You and I don't get a pass to sit in the corner in the dark. Because we're in pain. We only get a pass when we get up. Say this with me. Come on, say it. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will do what? Come on. What will you do? Say it. Come on, get some real Jesus courage and say, I will fear no evil. Though my body hurt, I refuse to let my body dictate my praise. Though my body hurt, I refuse to let my body dictate my trust in God. I will give my spirit a command to praise through the condition of my body. I will give my spirit a command to praise regardless of the condition of my finances. I am spiritual, not fleshly. Now get up and take a look in the mirror and and tell your own self why you won't fear no evil. Come on, say it. For thou art with me. Say it. For thou art with me. Say, Jesus, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
Come on, you got to tell that thing. You got to you got to say that thing and say it like you mean it. Say it like you mean it. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's only a shadow. Hallelujah. And and a a, a scripture is coming to me right now. It's only a shadow. The pain is only a shadow. The sickness is only a shadow. Because I reckon that the suffering of this present world is not worthy to be compared to the glory that awaits me. Listen, though your body's racked with pain, though you're tired and all those things and weary, Though the world is upside down in a chaotic state, groaning at the seams. Listen, this right here is nothing to be compared to what awaits you in glory. So tell yourself, yea, though I walk through all of this stuff, it's only a shadow. I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. Who is the thou art? Jesus. Jesus, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Jesus, my Savior and my Redeemer, my right now help has me covered in his precious blood. Therefore, come on. Are you listening? Say it with me. Therefore, I don't care what comes in 2020. I don't care who decides to go in 2020. I'm not scared of of four little numbers. One, two, three, four, 2020. I'm not afraid of that. The Lord is my light in darkness. And he is my salvation. He was then and he is now my salvation. When I needed to be rescued, from living in hell and going to hell, he became my salvation. And because of who he is and because of what he was powerful enough to do for me, I ain't scared. Tell yourself, say, I ain't scared. I'm not fearful of the end of 2019 nor the beginning of 2020. For the Lord is my strength. He is the strength of my whole life, and I ain't scared. Can you do that? Can you say that to yourself? Say that to yourself with power and authority. The Lord is my light in darkness. The same darkness that you sit in, the same self-imposed darkness that you went and sat in your own self, get up and tell yourself, the Lord is my light. In darkness. Say it as you're rising up. And he was and is my salvation. And I'm not scared. I'm not fearful of the end of 2019. Nor the beginning of 2020. Why? Because the Lord is the strength of my whole life. Ah, Jesus, I I feel that. I sought the Lord in my self-imposed exile as I lay handcuffed 
in the corner in the dark. And he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. But you got to seek him. You got to seek him. You got to find him. Seek him with your whole heart. Search for him with your whole heart. He said, you'll find me. I'm right there. I'm right here. I'm right here by you. I'm just waiting on you to seek me. I'm just waiting on you to reach out to me. Because my hands are already stretched out still. You got Before 2020 comes in, you got to tell somebody. You got to testify to somebody that I sought the Lord. Ah, Jesus. In my self-imposed exile, as I lay handcuffed, cuffs that I put on my own self, in the corner, in the door, curled up in the corner. I didn't just lay there. I curled up in the fetal position, in the dark. But because I sought him, he heard me and delivered me. From all of my fears. My fears put me there. My fears carried me there. And curled me up. In the dark. But my faith. Caused me to seek the Lord. And when I sought him. He heard me. When I sought him, he heard me. Do you hear me? When I sought him, he heard me and he delivered me. And I'm going to add this because he loves you. He delivered you from all of your fears. Now tell somebody, the name of the Lord is my strong tower. The righteous runneth into it. And are safe. And as a side note before I close. I want you to get in the habit before 2020. Stop praying over the devil. Just cast him out. Just cast him out. Go ahead and get a good head start on that process. Before the new year comes in. Seek the Lord. Find him. Find him. He's waiting on you. But you got to seek him with your whole heart. I would like for you to write that scripture down. Jeremiah 29, 13. God said to the people that were in exile. You shall seek me and find me. When you search for me with all of your heart. Give God some sweet praise. Don't scream at him. Don't holler. He's not hard of hearing. Just whisper a praise to him. Whisper to him like he's the lover of your soul. Children of God, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. I am the storyteller. God bless you.